a new episode of Breakfast Time with Waffle and Richard. It's been a while, been busy with just life and stuff going on. Like I told Waffle uh, before we started, I have three weeks left in grad school and I, I need it to come soon. I, I need it to be done. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I can imagine you're about ready to be done, man. Two degrees is a big thing. It's a big big honor yeah and shows you put in a ton of work but appreciate that yeah and if, if y'all are listening please hire me please please hire me i'll like full-time job please hire my boy <laughs> uh but no see never change pace home for easter had a little bit of days off so just kind of chilling here waffle i know you've been busy but how's it been everything's been good had a really good easter went home uh twice last week so it was good really good Nice, nice. And we hope y'all had a good Easter as well. And if you were, you probably saw some of the NBA playoffs, which started last week. So we'll kind of get you caught up. About a week ago, you had the first of the two play-in games between the seven and the eight seeds. And, of course, we'll we'll wrap up how the NBA ended in standing-wise first. So, again, top ten teams make it. Teams team seven through ten make it into the play-in games. And we'll go through Eastern Conference. Uh, the Miami Heat end up winning it by two games of the Celtics. And the Celtics made a little charge toward the end. But the Heat still held on to win that one, uh, to win the conference 53-29 and 29 is their record. Again, the best team, probably one of the best teams in the NBA, but no one was talking about them is what it felt like for a long time. Mm-hmm. We're quietly really good. Uh, then you have the Celtics, Bucks, and Sixers all finished 51-31. and 31. Excuse me. So it was a really tight race for second. Yeah. In the East, um, especially with Sixers getting James Harden in that trade as well. The Raptors finished fifth. And the Bulls, who had looked hot but then got real cold toward the end, mm-hmm. uh, they avoid the play in games narrowly, going 46 and 36, finishing two games above. The Brooklyn Nets, who again, not a lot of people thought they'd be in this situation, but with Kyrie missing most of the season because he couldn't play at home. Uh, missed the majority, missed about half the season. And, you know, you have all that going on. So the Nets, interesting to see that they were in that play-in game scenario. Then the Hawks. Yep. Then the yep. Hawks get in. They're actually the nine seed. The list is the eight because we will talk about that uh, in a little bit. Um, and then the Cavs get in. And then the Charlotte Hornets get into the play-in games. So that's who rounds out the East. And the Hornets were in there pretty comfortably. They were the 10th seed as they finished six games above the New York Knicks. And again, the Knicks gave everybody mm. a lot of false hope. <laughs> Trash. Uh, last year and went 37 and 45. Go back and watch the side talk video from the very beginning of the mm-hmm. year after they beat mm-hmm. the Celtics and just see where they are. They won just 36 games after that. So, <laughs> God bless, man. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, and then I had the Washington Wizards, not great. Pacers, they they're rebuilding, and the Pistons and the Magic, who are just horrible, just mm-hmm. absolutely horrible. Um, yeah, and then the West, uh, the Phoenix Suns, number one overall record, number one in the West, just dominated this year, sixty four and eighteen. Uh, went a part, went even split, thirty two and nine at home, thirty two and nine away. Um, insanely good team. This Balance. Yeah, very balanced, very good. Uh, got all production out of everybody, and this is a really good team. Your two seed was, of course, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, for the first time ever, their highest seed ever. Um, talked about that. They locked that one up. They finished three games ahead of the Golden State Warriors, who, again, got Clay Thompson back. He was kind of mm-hmm. up and down, but 
they got their mojo working a little bit as of recently. So I'm interested to see what the Warriors can do. Then the Mavs uh, kind of quietly felt like with a really good team. They got the four seed and the Jazz at the five. Uh, the Nuggets at the six. That feels like a disappointment with how the Nuggets have played in the past. Mm-hmm. But they avoid that playing game by two games. And you're playing teams in again different order, but they are the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, who again got C.J. McCollum, and that really turned them around over the season. Uh, the L.A. Clippers, and then the San Antonio Spurs. So Greg Popovich, despite them having a losing record, still getting into the postseason mm-hmm. and beating out the L.A. Lakers by one game for that final mm-hmm. spot. Um, again, 2013 All Star team was not going to get it done, and they didn't. <laughs> No, the Lakers are trash. I love it. I cannot express to you how happy that makes me that they're sitting at home. Yeah. Yeah, that, that team just could not gel at all this year, and they paid for it for sure, despite mm-hmm. LeBron having one of his best seasons ever. Again, just nothing comes with it. Uh, yep. behind, behind them, the Kings, the drought continues. Uh, second longest postseason drought, excuse me, in – uh, professional sports in America behind the Seattle Mariners, who have missed like, 21 years without playoff appearance now. So, which I think the Kings are like 18 years now, something crazy like that. Um, yeah, um, which is insane to think of all the team, all, all the talent they kind of had to go through there, especially with the Marcus Cousins uh, on that team for what six years or something, and yeah. they just could not get there. Uh, the Blazers, they're in full burn it down rebuild mode. Uh, the, and then the Thunder and the Rockets, who, again, still every week have to remind who's on that team. So Right. Yeah. But, anyway, you get to the playoffs, and we get set. And it was exactly a week ago uh, when we were recording, recording on the 19th. You have the first of the playing games. You have the 7-8 game, which, by the way, this feels too confusing. I think it should just be 8-9, and nine, best of three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I think yeah. it should be, just make 8-9, and nine, best of three. You're done. Now don't have to worry about seven, nine, ten, whatever. I feel that. Yeah, but this game, seven versus eight, you win, you're in, you're locked into the seventh seed. You lose, you got to play another game. Mm-hmm. Um, the first East game is the Brooklyn Nets and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, it's one that was in Brooklyn. And this game was kind of back and forth for a while, but – it really did feel like Brooklyn, they got a big lead early, and they just kind of held on toward the end. Uh, the Cavs didn't make it interesting kind of late. They're down by six with 45 seconds left. But just Kyrie Irving going off mm-hmm. 34 points, 12 of 15 from the floor. Um, and then Kevin Durant also had another great game. He had 25 points and five rebounds and 11 assists. Um yeah, this that two-headed monster again. We didn't get to see a whole lot inside of Barclays Center this year, but once they got together, you, you saw really what they could do. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you really could. The Nets played um, a very, very good first quarter, outscoring yeah. the Cavs forty to twenty, and they never looked back. Yeah, um, gotta give Darius Garland though. He's going to be a future uh, stud, and he had thirty-four points um, and five assists, two steals and uh, one rebound. So, he had to put the team on his back. Evan Mobley was really the only other player that kind of held them out. Uh, Kevin Love did have a good game, 14 rebounds, 13 – or 13 rebounds, 14 points. So, mm-hmm. coming off the bench. But, he had to feel like Cavs are kind of holding a little bit back just in case they got into that elimination game, which right. they did with the loss. So, 
And that moves the Nets to a matchup with the Celtics, which is a very, very spicy first-round matchup. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They've already delivered, and they've only played one game. Um, the other playing game in the West is the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Clippers. And the Timberwolves, remember, had the longest drought in the NBA, or one of the longest ones, uh, before la- uh, for the bubble. And then they got in and were absolutely spoked by the Lakers. But mm-hmm. they get that chance. They play in the Clippers. Again, the Clippers have kind of disappointed this year. Mm. And despite mm. Carl Anthony Towns uh, fouling out very early in this one, mm-hmm. um, the Timberwolves use a big fourth quarter, and they come all the way back, and they knock off the Clippers 109 to 104 in this game. Um, this is despite Paul George having 34 points in this one, but it was Anthony Edwards, 30 points, uh, two assists, five rebounds. He had a great game. And then D'Angelo Russell at 29 points and six assists in mm-hmm. this one. He had in 12 points from Michael Beasley off the bench. Uh, this was just a great game for the Timberwolves. Very fourth quarter for Timberwolves. Timberwolves in their home crowd are able to rally despite, again, Crosby Towns uh, getting in foul trouble early, and they get the win over the Timberwolves. Yeah, Timberwolves dangerous. They've been dangerous all year. They, uh, they're they young. Well, yeah, their core is young with yeah. uh, Ant Edwards, Towns, Denzel Russell, and then they are led by, you know, one of the most polarizing figures in the NBA and Patrick Beverly. You either love him or you hate him. Um, I think the majority of people hate him, though. But, um, <laughs> you know, and <clears throat> they've really put together something pretty good, and it's nice to see – um, a team like them, because I think statistically, if you look at win percentage, they're the worst team in NBA history um, yeah, in yeah, terms of their win are. percentage. So um, it's nice to see them, you know, have some excitement. And the, the most exciting thing they've had since Kevin Garnett was there, and that feels like forever ago, mm-hmm. because it was. I mean, it was like yeah. 15 years ago. So, yeah. um, But good for the Timberwolves. They are dangerous, and we are finding that out already in their first-round series. But um, Clippers just – underperforming and they i believe they do not have a first round pick i do i I know they don't this year but i think it's something ridiculous like they don't have a first round pick for like the next two three four five years yeah i can't remember what it is but something outrageous and they have their core and if this is all that that core can do they're in trouble yeah because i know they trade a bunch uh their next first round pick is 2027 yeah, so five think, years. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and they only have one pick in every single draft up until then. So it's not <laughs> like you can hope to find a gem, two gems in the second yeah. round. You better hit on somebody or you better go find yeah. somebody in the free agency. So, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, because they lost all of the OKC when they traded for Paul yeah. and then mm-hmm. and then in 2027 when they get that first round pick back, ah, uh, you only got one because they traded yeah. to Atlanta, the second round pick. So right. They uh, Clippers, interesting situation, especially if you can't win with this team. And this team was pretty good; they were good last year, and they just mm-hmm. really underperformed this year. So yeah, move on to on Wednesday. You had the ninth versus tenth place teams. Um, these were the two teams. This is an elimination game. You win, you're in, you move on to the next round of the play-ins. You lose, you're out. Yep. First, you have Atlanta and the Hawks against the Charlotte Hornets. The Hawks kind of disappointing this year. Uh, Charlotte, of course, moved the middle of the ball that young four, kind of impressive. And 
Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. The Hornets, they put up the sign to remember last year's play-in game. And they're like, we won't lose by this much. They lost by exactly that much. Yeah. They lost by 29 points to the Hawks, 132 <laughs> to 103. Never in doubt. Uh, big third quarter for the Hawks. Yeah. Pulled this one away. But, yeah, this uh, – it's just Charlotte Hornets basketball is what this was. <laughs> yeah, this one got ugly in the third quarter for sure. Uh, the Hawks definitely they, – they put everything out there. Um, <laughs> Trey Young finishing with 24. Uh, he was only one of seven from deep, though, and he took 24 shots, so not an efficient night. But, I mean, as a, as a team, Bogdanovich off the bench with 13. Um, every DeAndre starter Hunter getting digits, 22. So. Yeah, every starter in double digits. So, um, And then Charlotte. Getting a great effort out of the ball. Um, he had took 25 shots. He had 26. Uh, Rozier was off as well. Um, still had 21, but was very off. And P.J. Washington had 17, but it, it definitely was not enough for Charlotte as the third quarter got away from him. And that's all she wrote, folks. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was bad. Of course, Austin Miles Bridges gets ejected. Mm-hmm. His mouthpiece at somebody. Yeah, my God, got fined fifty thousand yeah. dollars for that. Yeah, insane. Um, it's not a good night for Charlotte down in Atlanta. They also had to mm-hmm. walk to the arena because their bus got stuck behind a train, apparently. <laughs> and wow. they had the walk there, so you knew it was going to start off bad. Plus, they also—I don't know if you've watched ESPN—they show like the old school logos sometimes when they return. Mm-hmm. And they showed the Bobcats logo. I was like, you see, you should have uh, done that. Yeah, that was jinx enough. Yeah, that's a curse right there. You showed the Bobcats yes. logo for 0.2 seconds, and look what happens. <laughs> they, they lose the game yeah. uh, to the Hawks. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, at least the Hornets can say they're getting into the playoffs in some way. Um, yeah, but I the guess. Thing, but the thing is, you got to be able to move forward and at least be able to get to a series. Yeah, and, no. They did not make the playoffs. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, this, this is like this is like the whole wild card debate in MLB. Like, to <laughs> me, you didn't make the playoffs. If you made yeah. the play-in game, you did not make the playoffs. Yeah. And then you have a little mellow ball, you know, kind of interesting to see what he does because I feel like there's a lot of rumors he wants to go out to Los Angeles and LeBron might try to bring him out to L.A. So, yeah, that's your biggest piece at Charlotte right now. So, look, hear me out. Trade LaMelo for LeBron straight up. Bring oh, LeBron absolutely. to Charlotte. Absolutely. Yeah. Bring LeBron to Charlotte. Hey, there you go. And then, and God, I feel like that's a worse situation than we had at Lakers. <laughs> Charlotte, throw in Cody Zeller. It's time for him to go. <laughs> oh, man. Um, then the other uh, elimination game, you have the Pelicans and the Spurs. Um, C.J. McCollum has made this uh, Pelicans team completely different. A uh, team that looked dead in the water because Gonzion could not play, hasn't played at all this year because he's been hurt. Um, you kind of thought, oh, this team's not going to make it. And, you know, thanks to, you know, CJ McCollum, who had 32 points, and then Brandon Ingram has 27, and Jonas Valanciunas, who we saw his value for the Grizzlies last year, mm-hmm. uh, comes up big for the Pelicans with 22. Uh, they just roll in this one, 113 to 103. Uh, you know, Spurs, like you usually see, uh, they play everybody at this moment. They don't really have a lot of stars. That's really not how uh, Coach Pop operates. But um, when your best player is Jakob Fertile, mm-hmm. you got some troubles going on. DeJounte Murray, uh, Spurs don't really have that star. They want John Primo to be that star. But in this game, he only took three shots and missed all of them. So, that's uh, not a great showing for him. 
Um, it's yeah. interesting to see what happens with the Spurs moving forward. You got to think Pop's going to be done here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, he already has the most wins in NBA history. I mean, there's nothing else he really needs to do or can do. So Yeah. Um, they had – DeJounte Murray stepped up big this time and really improved a ton. Yeah. Um, and looked like a guy that could be the face of this franchise going forward. But uh, his night against the Pelicans wasn't – wasn't great. Now he had 16 and nine rebounds, five assists, which is fine, but uh, on 19 shots, not ideal. No, not not at all. Um, looking ahead, let me see. Uh, they do have two first, three first round draft picks though mm. next year. So if they could get lucky, hit on at least two of those. Yeah. I think, uh, and they have a second rounder as well. So they have four picks in this yeah. draft. So they can hit on at least two of those. There's a chance uh, easily with that coaching staff, the Spurs could be back for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, just tough year. And of course, you're running to the Pelicans, who probably won the highest teams in the West uh, coming into the playoffs with just revitalized by McCall and Ingram teaming up uh, in New Orleans. So good to see that for them. So you move on to the next round of play-in games. These are, again, final elimination games, the eight-seed games. And you have Cleveland and Atlanta uh, playing in Cleveland. And Cleveland, you had them at a 14-point lead late in this one. And then Trey Young had a big second half, uh, had 38 points total, Mm -hmm. and just goes off, takes over. And the Hawks get into the playoffs with a 107-101 win in Cleveland. Um, again, Atlanta lives or dies by Trey Young. Yeah. Um, I think when we already saw that in the first round when you get to it. But, man, yeah. they they really did in this one because they were dead to rights. There's no business they should have been in this game. And mm-hmm. Trey Young just goes off in the second half, and that's the only reason they make it into the playoffs. Yeah, um, Trey Young definitely carried them 38 points, nine assists. Uh, it's on 25 shots. So, yeah, great night from him. Uh, so it sucks to see a Cavs team with a lot of promise mm-hmm. and a lot of hope, and who was you know four seed, um, even higher than that at some points in the season, yeah. looking like they were playing really good, ultimately miss out on the playoffs, which is tough. Um, but you know, I, I think the Cavs are still gonna be good going forward, but it's definitely tough to see them miss it this year, yeah, yeah. But like I said, you got Darius Garland on your team, um. He's going to – I think he can develop nicely. He's still giving love, still giving meaningful stats off the yeah. bench. And then looking at them, they have uh, they have a first-round draft pick and they have two second-rounders. So, if you can hit them one of those, uh, you know, might be able to give something to help them out with uh, for sure. Um, yeah. So, if uh, – uh, if uh, Karis LeVert kind of help you out. Jared Allen, of course, had to come mm-hmm. back. Of him. It was injured most of the year, so – you can mm-hmm. keep him healthy and then Evan Mobley. You got a young core to build around for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good to see Cleveland kind of back in it. But yeah, you hate it for them because they were such a good team. But it yeah. is fun to see Trey Young back in the playoffs again. But again, that's that's really all you got if you're Atlanta. That should worry you a little bit mm-hmm. uh, for sure. And that. Um, finally, you move on. Eight seed game. It's in the West. You have the Pelicans going out to LA to take on the Clippers. And this game was back and forth constantly. But, again, a big fourth quarter. After a big third quarter by the Clippers, a big fourth quarter by the Pelicans, they blew a lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, helps them come from behind as they knock off the Clippers in L.A. 
102-101. This time it's Brandon Ingram with 30 points for the Pelicans. Uh, McCollum did have 19 in this one. And Larry Nance Jr. and Trey Murphy had 14 points off the bench. Um, that was huge for them as since Valanciunas couldn't really get anything going in this one. But you know, that's a big win for this Pelicans team, who, again, a lot of people were like, oh, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yep. And also, you had, of course, Paul George was not played, did not play in this game, too. <laughs> Pandemic um, P, baby. Yep. <laughs> yep. Had the had COVID and uh, just, and you know, when you have Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson having to carry you, um, yeah, that's not really uh, the, the fact that they stayed in this one. Yeah. Uh, Look, I'm so sick of Paul George. Like, you, but you remember back, like, it seems like forever ago, I guess it kind of was. It was 10 years ago when he was a pacer. Yeah. And it was like Indiana was so good. Roy Hibbert, um, him, Jeff Teague. Uh, oh, God, who was the – I, I can't George remember. George Hill. Who? Yeah, George Hill. George Hill was on that team. Yeah. There was another big, too, um, that was on that oh, team. Oh, not Roy Hibbert. Um, I, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, I was remember Lance Stevens. That was when he was really good, too. It'll come to me eventually. Yes, Lance was there too. But like that team, and Paul George was so good and he was sensational. And then he went, uh, or after he left there and he went out to Oklahoma, like, okay, it was, it was great. Things were still really good. And now him and him at the Clippers, I hate him. I'm so <laughs> done uh, with him. Was it Andrew Bynum? No, not Bynum. Uh, let's see. There's that. There's Luis Scola. Was on that mm-hmm. team. I he was on that team. No. Uh, David West. Yes, David West. Yeah, I was about to say, That's yeah, it. that is yeah. it. That was a that was a good team, actually. That, them and the Hawks back then too, with uh, mm-hmm. Schroeder. Yeah. Um, and all them. Uh, when Al Horford was, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was Al Horford. Yes. Yeah. Um, and obviously LeBron and them in Miami. But like, I'm so done with Paul George. I'm sick of the Clippers too. Like they they were cool. Like Kawhi announced he was going there, and I was like, oh, this is dope. And now who cares? I don't like them anymore. Um, and you know who really uh, benefits from all this? The Oklahoma City Thunder because they have not one but two lottery picks thanks to the Clippers not making the playoffs. So I know it's a very slim chance, but what if the Thunder end up with the one and the two picks because, you know, the NBA draft is stupid. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> they get the number one and number two. That'd be insane. <laughs> Look, bro, honestly, I know it hasn't panned out well, but there's, there's no reason – Zion should be a Pelican, mm-hmm. and there's no reason John Morant should be a Grizzly because yeah. we we weren't the the quote unquote worst team. Yeah. But that, that's that's so crazy to me how they do their draft. I'm looking at that 2013 uh, Hawks roster. That thing was stacked. Oh my gosh, Schroeder, Mike Scott, Jeff Teague, Lou Williams, Mike Muscala, Paul Millsap, Shelvin Mack, who was insane at Butler. Kyle Korver, mm-hmm. Al Horford, Damari Carroll, Elton Brand, and this name I've forgotten for years, Pero Antic. <laughs> mm. You remember when Damari Carroll was branded as the guy that could stop LeBron? What a time. Mm-hmm. Yep. What a time to be alive for that BS. Mm. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, insane, insane. Yeah, but that that rounds out the the playing game. So, final verdict. I think 
I think the play is it, it's interesting, but it's also just kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the money thing. It really. Yeah, does. I mean, I feel like I I like what you said. Like uh, eight and nine play a three game series or something like that. Mm-hmm. But even then, I mean, that's three more games of basketball. Like yeah. either just leave it alone or either just be like eight and nine play one game, and then one game, and then you get in. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I, I'm never going to complain, I guess, about more basketball. But it's true. This is it's true. Not. Yeah. So, yeah, we moved to the official playoffs. They started on Saturday. And the first round, you had started off the date with Dallas and Utah meeting in Dallas. And this was a pretty good game between the Jazz and the Mavs. Um, and Donovan Mitchell just kind of takes over. Um, Royce O'Neal hits a big three late. As the Jazz pull away, ninety-nine to ninety-three. Jalen Brunson though did have a good game with twenty-four points for Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Luca still uh, still out for the Mavs, so having to play without him, and they're asking a lot of uh, guys like Maxi Kleber and uh, Bertans to do something. But yeah, uh, you see Brunson has started to take over a little bit with this team though, but again, not enough in the first game thanks to just Donovan Mitchell. And then Bogdan Bogdanovich going off yeah. as well. Yeah, Jazz played really good in game one, especially taking advantage of the Mavs without Luka. So that's gonna be a good series. Yeah, this is that's gonna be a tough one for the Mavs if Luka doesn't isn't if they're not able to push this one where Luka can come back for it. Um, yeah. It's tough. Then we move on to our team, the Grizzlies, hosting a playoff game against the Timberwolves. Um, and you know, this is a team that's had the Grizzlies number. This season, at times, uh, I believe they won the season series. I may have even split mm-hmm. or something. But uh, this is a game that was back and forth. Grizzlies took a late lead, but then the um, Tim Wolves came back, and they end up winning 130 to 117 in Memphis, which is big time. That's a tough place to play. The Grizzlies were 30 and 11 at home this year. Um, but Anthony Edwards, another great game, 36 mm-hmm. points. Uh, I guess his first career playoff win. John Morant was back. Had 32 points. Half of those did come from the free throw line, but still was able to do his job in his first game back in a while. Uh, but then Carl Anthony Towns, 29 points. Pat Beth, 10 points. Angela Russell, 10 points. It's hard to beat a team when everybody's clicking. And then Michael Beasley off the bench, 23 points. Um, mm-hmm. when, and then Stephen Adams, he was shut down completely. Four personal fouls, zero points. Um, you know, having to go to Brandon Clark a lot in this one uh, mm-hmm. and rely on him. Um, when you and you know, good player, but he's young and not as big as uh, Stephen Adams, but still, mm-hmm. you're having to rely on him. Um, Bain had a decent game at 70 points, but it took 15 shots to get him. Um, Jaron Jackson was fine, uh, Dylan Brooks was okay, but yeah, it with 24 points again, seven of those free throw line. But yeah, no, when when your big man gets kind of stuffed, the Grizzlies are kind of having to find ways to work, especially with Carl Anthony Towns in the yeah. middle there, and that's going to be the challenge for the entire series. Yeah, for sure. Um, biggest thing for Grizzlies, obviously, is Steven Adams' stat line. Uh, no shot attempts, uh, only three rebounds, four fouls in 24 minutes. I mean, he was yeah. effectively locked up. And yeah. um, that cannot happen because once that happens, uh, also Jaron Jackson Jr. was in foul trouble. He had five. So mm-hmm. both of them have uh, multiple fouls late. We don't. We didn't have the shooting. Um, to keep up with the Timberwolves. Now, can the Grizzlies shoot? Absolutely. Could they do yeah. it Saturday? No. 
Uh, could the Timberwolves shoot Saturday? Yes. So recipe for a loss. And um, Ja had 32. I'm never going to complain about that. Uh, Dylan had 24. Desmond Bain had 20. Like had 17. That's fine. Jaron Jackson Jr. had seven blocks. Like I mean, this man yeah. was still defending um, as well as he could with the five fouls. Um, and and poured, he had 12 points. So I mean, if he if Jaron Jackson Jr. hits two out of those five three pointers that he misses. He hits two of those, and you get Stephen Adams to throw an eight points to Grizzlies win. So, yeah, um, you know, uh, I think it's it's still like it's still close. It's going to be a heck of a series um, because of guys like Anthony Edwards who had thirty six. He's unreal, um, and Carl Anthony Towns is so good as well. And then you kind of got to pick your poison. Beverly and Russell both kind of had um, quiet days Saturday, but either one of them can go off if they get in the right mindset. So. It's going to be a really good series. Um, I think – I hope this one goes – I hope the Grizzlies win, and I hope the Grizzlies win in five, but I really hope that it goes to seven. I think this it deserves oh, to yeah. have seven. These are the two highest-scoring teams um, in the NBA this year, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. This will be insane. It was the highest-scoring game of the first round so far, except for closing behind them was Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. We all mm-hmm. remember years ago, Kawhi Leonard hit the shot. That really kind of doomed the Sixers for a bit. They're kind of out in the wilderness after that. It's a lot of turmoil between them. It's still one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Endings to the game. It's iconic. Um, that was, of course, the year the Raptors went on to win the title. Uh, but this time, you know, Philly gets their uh, first revenge shot in, winning game one at 131 to 111. And you know what? It was Tyrese Maxey. Coming really out of nowhere. I feel like he's been kind of quiet this year, but he had 38 points, uh, including a five for eight from deep in this one. Got with Joel Embiid having another double double. Uh, Tobias Harris has 26. James Harden wakes up and has 22. It's hard to stop when all those guys are clicking. And still, the Raptors still played good. Uh, Van Fleet had 18. Barnes had 15. Anobi had 20. Siakam had 24. Gary Trent had nine, but still had four rebounds. Um, it's just one of those where if everybody – it's just stars take over, like we said, in the NCAA tournament. And just this time, 76ers have just too many stars, I feel like, that kind of closed it out when they needed to. And, of course, Shake Milton off the bench, who's been so reliable over the years for the Sixers, had 10 points. Uh, this was a heck of a game that the Sixers just uh, got a lead early, pulled away in the second, and then just kind of held on toward the end to pull away for the 20-point victory. Yeah, Maxi, a heck of a game going for 38. Raptors did not stand a chance um, after being down 18 at halftime. So, yeah, that's yeah, the gang get down early, and especially when you have uh, teams like that. Uh, both teams, though, have shot the lights out. Philly shot 51% from the field, mm-hmm. Toronto shot 48% from the field. Uh, yeah. Insane shooting strokes. It was just Toronto to a little too late at the end for them. Uh, and then you wrap up on Saturday's play, Golden State hosting Denver inside of San Francisco. And a guy that's really taking over, you kind of wondered what the next generation of the Warriors would look like once, you know, when Steph and Clay, as they're getting a little older, once they start to kind of fade away. And mm-hmm. Jordan Poole has answered that. He had 30 yes. points, including five of seven from deep. Uh, there were Clay Thompson hits five three-pointers as well. Mm-hmm. And a game that Steph Curry does not uh, that comes off the bench in this one does not start in this game, but he still has 16 points and three three pointers as the Warriors uh, just pull away late and win this one, uh, 123 to 107. 
despite Jokic still having a double double mm-hmm. and six assists, he did it all. And w- Willie Barton uh, tried his best as well, twenty four points. But you know when uh, Gordon and Green couldn't really get going, and when uh, Mar- Markeith Morris didn't, was fine, but not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. This hard again. This this looked like a classic Splash Brothers game, but with Jordan Poole instead of Steph Curry. Right out yeah, there, they they've really hit on him again. We know he's got it in him to hit the big shot because he did it in the NCAA tournament when he was at Michigan against Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, you know, an, another guy to add into that dangerous Warriors lineup. I don't give a, I don't care who the supporting cast is when Thompson, Curry. Draymond, when those three are on the same team, like I mean that that chemistry and just they, it's it's gonna be tough for anybody. But now you add in Wiggins, who's got a career resurgence. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole's playing out of his mind. Other guys like they still got Andre Iguodala, which you know screw him, can't stand that guy. <laughs> um, and then other guys like Otto Porter Jr. and Juan Toscano Anderson. Um, yeah. So you know, uh, Warriors are dangerous, always will be. And Jokic not hitting a three pointer. Yeah. Don't, don't ask me why, but when I looked at the box score, I was like, that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be, actually. Yeah, he's the guy that needs to. For sure. Um, I suppose they have David Lee back on the roster. He was a legend in 2K when the Warriors <laughs> first started getting before this, right before the Splash Brothers stuff. It was David Lee and uh, – oh, my God. What was it? Wait, that's not David Lee. I wish it was. Oh, it's not I Dang. I wish it was, but it's not David Lee. No, oh, it's it. Damian Lee. Damian Lee, yes. shooting guard. So, uh, I wish it was. I did, too. Who was it? was David Lee. It was David Lee and somebody else. I can't remember. Short ball dude. Oh, my God. He was – and he played for the Knicks for a while, and I think he was on that team in the playoffs. And was Didn't the they have – I don't think this is the guy you're thinking of, but they had Leandro Barbosa as well, did they not? They did, and he was good because he got replaced by uh, Thompson, sort of. Monte actually, I actually watched an SB Nation video about the collapse of the Phoenix Suns when they had um, Steve Nash. Have you seen that one? I think I have, yeah. All right, so I watched that the other day, and that gave me a lot of insight. I had no idea that Steve Kerr was a part of all that. I had no idea that he yeah. was. He wasn't a coach, but he was, like, you know, in the front office. And then he got the, the Warriors job. Well, he took Leandro Barbosa from the, Sun, the Suns to the Warriors. That's what made yeah. me think about that. Okay. But, yeah. I'm thinking about the 2012 Sun, uh, Warriors. They finished 47-35. Mm-hmm. Beat the Nuggets in the first round, lost to the Spurs. That team had Harrison Barnes, Kent Bazemore, Andrew yeah. Bogut, yes. uh, Steph Curry, Festus Azili. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, Draymond Green. Jarrett yeah. Jack is the guy I was thinking. Okay, yeah. He was yeah. a stop all 2K as well. Um <laughs> Uh, then he had Richard Jefferson, Carl Landry, David Lee, Brandon Rush, uh, and then Clay Thompson. This is Clay Thompson, I think, rookie year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Clay Thompson's rookie elite year. Um, and he had Steph Curry, too. So this is when they started the Splash Bros stuff. Yeah. Um, but they really didn't turn into it, of course, for the next few years. But yeah, and, and Jared Jack and Monte Ellis, who they traded away the year before to get Clay Thompson mm-hmm. the pick, uh, is kind of like the lost Splash Brothers because they kind of. They just got rid of him, but he was the one that kind of started. Yeah. So, yeah. But Jared Jack, man, that was that was my guy on two K. Him and Andrea Bargnani. <laughs> what, <laughs> what a guy Bargnani was! I thought he was. I was like, this guy's a center that can shoot threes. He's going to be a stud. Being with they the did nothing. Sucked. <laughs> did nothing at the net. Oh, that boy was terrible. 
he was so good in Toronto. And they're like, all right, we'll get rid of him. Oh, he's horrible. <laughs> Man. Yep. Yep. Him and Jose Calderon. You, can, you, same you can't forget the old Warriors lineup, too, from the mid-2000s with uh, where it was, it was it was Baron Davis show. Yeah. And oh my God. They, they also had Jason Richardson as well. Darren Davis ended Andre Karolinko's career. Andre Karolinko was a yes. stud. Baron Davis destroyed we, that. We <laughs> we love AK forty seven. Yeah, we but. we always stand AK forty seven. But he died on that night. <laughs> God, that that was that we believe Warriors team was insanely stacked yeah. when you go back and look at it. <laughs> I mean, he got the freaking. AK-47 shoved down his throat <laughs> on that dunk. It was, yeah. it was bad. If you hadn't seen it, please go look at yeah, it. Insane. That was opening night. That's how the season started for the Jazz. That's what you got to look at when you open up optimism. Just Those beautiful it. Jazz uniforms. Right? Mm, the uh, powder blues. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, please, can we just go back to the time? Not not even the Stockton mm-hmm. uh, era. Not, not the 90s Jazz ones. I want the 2006 Jazz uniforms that were just like two-tone blue, navy, and light blue, and then maybe a splash of one other color in there. Rarely. Those were yeah. <laughs> with, with the mountain logo. The, oh, the, yeah. so the Grizzlies before the Grizzlies, basically. Right, the right, right. Yeah. Their colors, basically. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Uh, but looking forward, looking at Easter Sunday, had some games lined up here. Um, you have Atlanta and Miami playing each other uh, again in Miami kind of gets on national audience of course wants to kind of prove to everybody that hey we're the one seed and we should be feared and they do they put the smack down on the Hawks 115-91 Trey Young only has eight points uh one of 12 from the field doesn't make a single three-pointer uh Danilo Gallinari was the leading scorer for the Hawks that's that's not who you need to have here the Hawks be your leading scorer um, All right uh, but, yeah, uh, the Heat have Butler has 21 points, uh, Lowry has 10, and then Duncan Robinson off the bench with 27 points, eight of nine from deep. He really was kind of a spark because the Heat still didn't shoot well either, but they got a spark they needed. And uh, when you keep Trey Young in check and then John Collins coming back from an injury has just 10 points, uh, good job by the Heat there, and they just put the clamps down in game one. Yeah, for sure. Heat played – very, very good, and another instance where we see, you know, this team lives and dies with Trey Young, and he had a very, very bad game. So, yeah, and uh, yeah, um, sorry, I my computer's doing something weird. Anyway, uh, going to continue on Easter. Uh, this is the best game of the playoffs so far, and it was only yep. game one. Uh, it was insane back and forth. First of all, you have Kyrie Irving flipping off the crowd because mm. you know that relationship with the Celtics and Kyrie. I love it. Left. Um, you got Kyrie playing on no food or drink as well. Yeah, because he's in Ramadan, which was on fasting as well. And so he is. And this with, man is a menace when he's got no food in him. Yeah. 39 points, 12 or 20 from the field, 6 of 10 from deep. I had to pick it up because Kevin Durant did have 23, but only 9 of 24 from the floor, but he took over for him. Uh, Gordon Dragic still had a great game off the bench with 14 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Celtics, though, man, Al Horford, 20 points. Marcus Smart, 20 points. Jalen Brown, 23. But the end, Jason Tatum mm-hmm. gets open, gets by uh, Kevin Durant, makes eye contact for just enough time with Jalen Brown where he throws it into him, spin move, layup at the buzzer, ball game. Mm-hmm. Celtics win. It's one of the craziest finishes to a game I've ever seen. 
Yeah. Uh, and one of the best atmospheres I've ever seen in basketball as well. Those fans were brought it to Kyrie. Kyrie dished it right back to him. Of course, he got fined for flipping him off. I don't care. I like that. I mean, like, like he said, he said, there's no animosity. It's just the guy playing that environment, so I'm going to give it right back to him. And, right. you know, he did show him up for a bit. He hit that clutch three at the end that probably would have won the game, but just a great job by uh, Brown to find Tatum. And Tatum hits the clutch shot at the buzzer, wins it by one. Just an incredible game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heck of a game. It's, this series is going to be amazing, and we can only hope and pray it goes seven. It better. Mm-hmm. It's a shame this is not for the Eastern Conference Finals. It's a right. shame it's not for that. But it's, it's going to be a good one for sure. Yeah. Um, and then if you want the exact opposite of that, uh, this next game, Milwaukee and Chicago had no offense to speak of. As Milwaukee jumps out to a big lead and then Chicago comes back, but the fourth quarter might have been one of the worst fourth quarters of basketball I've ever seen in my life. And the Bucks hold on to win it 93 to 86. They rebound after blowing a big time lead. Giannis has 27 points and 16 rebounds. He got his. Um, Drew Holiday had 15 points in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bulls. Um, Caruso woke up toward the end, hit a clutch three at the very end to kind of keep a minute, but he didn't do a whole lot. Zach Levine had a pretty good game. Busevich at uh, 24 points on 27 shots. Rosen 18 points on 25 shots. This, this game was not fun to watch. Uh, 32% from the field were the Bulls. Uh, the Bucks somehow got the 40%. That was all probably early on, and mostly Giannis going inside because he they really could not contain him early, could the Bulls. Until he got into foul trouble, that's when, you know, you start to see the offense kind of go away, which has to be worrisome for the Bucks because then your only other offensive – your last leading scorer was another big man in Brooke Lopez who had four fouls. So, Hey, bro, listen, listen, listen right here. Milwaukee has nothing to worry about. And you know why? Because they have Bobby Portis. <laughs> that's all you need. Hey, ten points off the bench, man. Two, Twelve two, rebounds. Yeah, double-double double in just 23 minutes. Double-double double in 23 minutes. Only drew, only had two fouls. Yeah. He was he was 50% from the free throw line. We don't need free throws when we're knocking down two three-pointers. <laughs> exactly. Bobby, the boredest way, the Bobby Porter's way. <laughs> we love it. Uh, I just realized they had Pat Connaughton on the team. He went one for six from deep. God. They have Pat Connaughton, and they also have Grayson Allen. They have two former white uh, ACC Misses. Pretty boys. Yeah. <laughs> one of them was just, you know, one of the most hated people of all time. Yeah. And Pat Connaughton just played at Notre Dame and also played baseball because he's yeah. a good athlete. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and then on the other side, you had Kobe White from North Carolina. Uh, he uh-huh. had four points on the bench, but he only went five for ten. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah the Bulls uh, – I if this, if this goes to more than five games, I'll be very shocked. The Bulls have just not looked good. And yeah, and that's it's sad. I hate that because I, you know, how I really like I freaking well, I really like DeRozan, I really like Caruso, I really like Vucevic, and I really like Levine. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a lot to like here mm-hmm. um, with this Bulls team, but they have just been slipping and slipping and slipping and slipping. Yeah, yeah, and this is of course the worst time of the year to do that. Especially good, and you only have four games, and you could be gone. Um, you know what? They have Tristan Thompson, and that's enough to hate him. There you go. There you go. You know what? I can I can see that. Yep, I can agree with that. Um, you close out the first round 
with the Suns and the Pelicans. And this one, uh, despite a big third quarter from the Pelicans, this one was mostly well kept in check for the Suns. Yeah. They win 110 to 99. Um, you have the Suns uh, led by 30 points from Chris Paul. He took over. As he as he does, even uh, despite an off night from Devin Booker, twenty five, but still at four three pointers. Yeah. Uh, but then again, it's just where everyone on those teams good. You have DeAndre mm-hmm. Ayton, you have Bridges off the mm-hmm. bench. You have Johnson. Uh, Jay Crowder only had one point, which is kind of a rare. He was kind yeah. of one of the guys that had an off night, but you still have Javale McGee putting yeah. in some work off the bench as well. Um, just mm-hmm. everybody can. Uh, helps this team out, it seems like. Yeah. And it's just wild. Uh, McCollum had a great night at 25 points. Valanciunas at 18. Ingram at 18. Yeah. But, again, you talk about that three-head monster is great. But, man, they need someone else to step up because Larry Nash Jr. was only one double digits before. Yeah, what? Bench. Look, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, this game was late last night. I was asleep at 1030. Yeah. I didn't see any of this game. Um, And the only thing that I heard about this game was that Jay Crowder had one point, one rebound, one assist, and one block. Mm-hmm. Um, which is and one free throw, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's not quite Tory Snell numbers going no, like on nine minutes. It doesn't touch. It. Yeah, it doesn't touch like twenty eight minutes of game time without registering any stats. Yeah, um, man, just getting does. <laughs> right. He's just he's out here doing good for his heart. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and then Jay Crowder ended up having a plus eleven point differential. So I mean, I <laughs> guess he, worked. I guess he was doing enough on the defensive end, but. Um, he had a block. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know anything about this game. And just looking at this box score for the very first time, Valanciunas had 18 and he had 25 rebounds, but he missed 14 shots. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's, you cannot tell me that he was taking jump shots. Yeah. They had to be contested later. I mean, he had downloads. 13 offensive rebounds. He had to have a bunch Correct. of and he, grab, missed, grab, and he missed take. 14 of them. Yeah. Good God, what is going on? And yeah. what were the what were the fouls? Did did they not call fouls? Or I'm confused. I, I mean, because he, he, he only went to the line three times. Well, yeah, he only shot six times at the line, so I assume three times. Yeah, but well, I, what? Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's pretty crazy to think about that. Yeah, so Jay Crowder though, oh for four, all <laughs> shots were from three, missed them all. I just love it. Only made one of two free throws. That's yeah. it's, it's perfect. Beautiful. Need, need him and Tony Snell to team up and have the perfect game next time. Next DeAndre time. Ayton hit a three-pointer. What's his, <laughs> does he normally do that? I don't think he does. I don't remember him that's doing not, that. That's got to be like Marshall Plumley hitting that three-pointer for Duke against pre, against PC and Cameron went nuts. <laughs> that's insane, yes. That's got to be like that. Um, you move on next day. So, everybody's played one game. Uh, a couple teams played their second game last night. Uh, you have Philadelphia and Toronto, final game in Philly before moving up to Canada. Uh, again, this is Philly wants to win this one, take a big 2 nothing lead, and they do, thanks to another good game by Joel Embiid. So he drops uh, 31 mm-hmm. on this one and 11 rebounds. Uh, Maxi had another great game, 23 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, a close to a triple-double. Harris mm-hmm. is a double-double with 20 and 10. Uh, just uh, everybody, every all the stars in double digits for the mm-hmm. 76ers. Uh, Anobi still had a good game, 26 points mm-hmm. on 14 shots. Fred Van Flea had 20 points, but missed 16 shots, but did hit five three pointers in this Whoa. one, but missed 11. <laughs> when, you get, 
when you get outscored as a team by uh quick math 16 and oh, yeah. 9 25 yeah 25 between quarters 2 and 3 it's, it's not going to it's not going to go well for you yeah yeah, they outscored 35-19 and 28-19 in the second and third quarter after having a one-point lead yeah. in the first. So Yeah, you go from being up one after one to going to the final period of play up – or, excuse me, down 24. I mean, so. Yeah, that, that's not going to do anything for you. No, sure. that's not going to do it. And this, this series looks all but over right now. I mean, this yeah. way – as dominant as Philadelphia has looked in two games now – Home court advantage is a real thing, and you know Toronto could could get one or two. Maybe they could yeah. win both of them, but we'll see. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Do they do two, three, two? They might. Let me let's see. Oh, I hate that. I think they just do it in the finals. Maybe let's see. It doesn't really say. No, it says uh, Wednesday. Oh, no, okay, no. So they they do two, two, one, one, one. Gotcha. Yeah, I think okay, it's good. Thank uh, two, three, two sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the finals is the only time they do that. I think I could be wrong. That's true. That's dumb. I hate that. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, uh, move to the next game in the West. Uh, Utah and Dallas. Utah has the one nothing lead. Stole a road game. Looking to steal two <sighs> on the road. And this game, uh, back and forth, gets to the fourth quarter. Dallas comes all the way back, and Jalen Brunson goes. Mm-hmm. All 41 points for oh him. God, what a night. Yeah, eight rebounds. was 15 to 25 from the field, six of 10 from deep. Uh, heck of a night for him. For sure. And that boy was raw at Villanova, man. Yeah. That boy was sure. sick at Villanova. <laughs> yeah, it just insane. Just dominance by the uh, by him in the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, uh, speaking of Philly, uh, was Dal Staley at the – 76ers game. Did I see that? Yes, you did gotcha. see that. Gotcha. That's what I thought. Yeah. I forget she's from up there. Yeah. This this Mavericks team without Luca is just mm. yeah. It's just a bunch of guys just out there playing. It's like it's nothing special. Like it it just looks like your your six o'clock pickup game at the Y. Oh yeah. Uh I mean, they were relying on like Maxi Kleber to do something. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, Din Dinwiddie's fine, Finney Smith, whatever, Reggie Bullock from freaking North Carolina. Man, yeah. I, I forgot uh, that he was still around. That was for um, Tons. Uh, yeah, Brunson's Brunson's really good. Obviously, um, they got Boban, Marin Jovich though. Yeah, but he didn't even play. I know, but he's in the state farm courses though. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Why would you not play him? He's like eight foot twelve. I know. Come on. Okay, Rudy Gay's on the Utah Jazz roster. I did not know that man was still playing. Ah, <laughs> uh, ooh, I didn't either. Yeah, did not play, so he's technically not still playing. But still, yeah. um, yikes! Uh, yeah. Got him on. Got him on Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert only had eight points, but still had seventeen rebounds. So yeah, get him in check. Royce O'Neal, that's another two way legend in my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is despite Donovan Mitchell had thirty four points. Grant took thirty shots. Um, with three attempts from deep, but that was their entire offense beside him and besides yeah. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Side oh, going. My God, if Mike Conley does anything, they win the game. Yeah, Mike Conley did nothing in this line. Four rebounds and three assists. Dang it, bro. Game. And you know, I'm, I'm always going to have love in my heart for Mike Conley, man, but like, sheesh, bro. Yeah, you got you to do something, sir. <laughs> Four fouls with 
four rebounds, three assists, a steal, and nothing else. That's it. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah. see. Uh, looking now, final game last night. This is a late game. Uh, the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors. This was one where uh, the Nuggets got a lead and then the Warriors decided to be the Warriors. Scored 70 points in less than 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 32 in the second, 44 in the third, and won this one, 126-106. Steph Curry had a Steph Curry night. 34 points. Uh, again, again, this is off the bench. Yeah. 34 points. Five attempt from deep, including a deep shot. Uh, that's very classic mm-hmm. Steph Curry shot. Uh, and then Jordan Poole still 29 points. Five, also five attempt from deep. Clay Thompson had 21 points. Only nine and 19, but still made three three-pointers. Uh, Draymond was quiet with six points, but three steals and a block, that's what you ask of him. And if yeah, he can't score, yeah. If you ask him, if he can't score, you just ask him to distribute and to get – the defense going. That's what he does. Yeah. And Andre and uh, Andrew Wiggins, excuse me, 13 points, eight rebounds. Mm-hmm. This just is a monster night. And then uh, Jokic, I think you said about the zero threes. He had zero no threes. threes. No threes, bro. He's yet to hit a three pointer. Yep. Yeah. Also went just nine of 20. Eight of his points, of his 26 points came from the free throw line. So yeah. someone's got to step it up if they can. I don't, I don't see anybody on this team doing that. Yeah. He's not shooting. Uh, as good as he can, and he's going to have to figure that out before, um, or the, so they can win. Yeah, because they're down two zero. They go back to Denver. They need to get one. Didn't uh, did didn't Boogie get thrown out, or was that game one? I don't know. I think he got thrown out in one game. I think that was game one. I can't remember, but I think he's Boogie trash. Didn't get thrown out. I yeah. cannot stand him. Yeah, for sure. You see what George Carl said to him. He was yes. talking about the Kings. And George Carl said yes. he just a million dollars. He did nothing. It's like yes, George Carl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Big fan. Um, so as of we're recording, it's Tuesday, April 19th. Uh, the Hawks and the Heat are playing right now in the second. The Heat have a slim 30 to 28 lead. Um, Trey Young hey, getting going already has 10 points. That's already more than he had the first game, but just one of six from deep. So, so yeah. again, Trey Young's just going to shoot and see what happens. Um, DeAndre Hunter does have nine points this time, though. So that's so somebody's trying to help him out. Uh, Somebody help him, man. He needs yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nori has, has done nothing. Collins only taken two shots, um, and then Hurt Herter's only taken has taken four shots and made one. It was three pointer. So yeah. off the bench, they're making a lot of threes. Is what, the, yeah. but they're taking a lot of them too. They are four of sixteen from three already. Yeah, <laughs> in a game that's thirty to thirty. Um. Mm. Yikes. Uh, get going. Um, Jimmy Butler's got nine points already for the Heat. P.J. Tucker has no points but three rebounds. So, we can get going in that one early or some of those stars. But, yeah, that's going on. Uh, the Grizzlies play the Timberwolves again tonight. Um, need to get that one before going back to Minneapolis because that's a tough play. That's going to be a tough place to play because that place is going to be rocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's their first home playoff game. So I think the again, I think the last time they playoffs was in the bubble. So, mm-hmm. so now they're back in it with a home crowd. That's going to be a tough place. And then of course you have the Suns and the Pelicans late tonight. Uh, yeah. I need Tony Snell and Jay Crowder with their powers combined yeah. to make the greatest stat line of all time. <laughs> um, I need <laughs> both of them to have zeros all across the board. <laughs> play twenty minutes or something. <laughs> <laughs> Please, that would be great. And of course, uh, this is coming out Thursday, but uh, we had on 
Wednesday. You had the second game between Boston and Brooklyn. You had the third game already between Philly and Toronto, which is wild. They've already played three at this point yeah. in the recording. Yeah. And then Chicago at Milwaukee in game two. Um, and then when you're listening to this, you'll already have game three of Memphis and Minnesota tonight, uh, game three of Dallas, Utah, and then game three of Golden State, Denver, all those flipping, of course, to their respective uh, mm-hmm. home places. So seeing if someone can steal some wins on the road. And, of course, some of those series, again, Golden State will be looking to get a 3 nothing lead on yeah. at that moment. So a lot of playoffs left, but it should be a lot of fun in that point so that's nba news and we'll go to major league baseball which started off uh last week didn't get to talk too much about it but uh the braves right now still starting and it's starting off kind of slow just five and seven um came off a split with the padres mm-hmm. after dropping a series how's the other series have gone so far they split with the reds start the year lost the series to the Nationals. split with the padres uh, lost game one to the Dodgers. They play again tonight recording time on TBS, but it's at 10 o'clock at night. It's like, oh, great. Finally get to watch them. No yeah. Bally. My Bally can can never – and YouTube TV can't get that crap together. So it's like, oh, you finally get to watch on national TV. And they're playing yes. tonight. So. <laughs> so frustrating. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Brave, Braves have started off kind of slow. But, you know say, – I think we talked about it before Cincinnati in the off season was kind of like a fire sale and we don't really know why. And we don't know why we did all, they did all these things. And, you know, they started out with some hope, I think, because they split with the Braves. Yeah. And they have since lost seven straight. Yeah. They're two and nine. I know it's early. I know we're only 11 games into a hundred and whatever, 150 something game season, but (laughs) this is not going to be good. Now, granted, they did have a four-game series against the Dodgers in L.A. I'll give them that. And after sure. the Padres, it's early. got travel. Sure. But seven straight. Yeah, already. seven straight losses is not it, Chief. Also, the New York Mets are eight and three. Stop. <laughs> Shut up. Again, they're great in April and May. October is going to happen. Like, Shut up. Mark my words. They are not winning this no. this division. I'm not saying the Braves are going to win it, but the Mets are not winning it. No. It's just no. not happening. Yeah. Um, Dodgers have the best record in baseball, which we expected. Eight of course. Um, that entire NL West early for 10 games is Dodgers 8 and 2, Giants, Rockies 7 and 3, Padres 7 and 5, D backs the 3 and 7, but they've had some mm-hmm. close games. So, um, yeah. they run the actually, never mind. They run the differentials in negative 25 nights. That's the second worst in the league. Uh, the worst is the Reds, negative 27. Yeah. <laughs> the worst is the Reds. So, look, all right, early predictions for the worst teams in Major League Baseball. Obviously, Baltimore. Um, <laughs> they're three and seven. So, currently not the worst right now, which is great. Uh, Texas, got to be trash. Rangers suck. Uh, yeah. They're two and seven. Uh, I don't think anybody in the NL East is going to be like terrible, terrible. No. Reds, Reds might be very, very bad. Diamondbacks <laughs> might be very, very bad. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to give the Central a pass uh, as long as the Twins can figure it out and the Tigers just don't be the Tigers. Well, when you say that, I saw a highlight of <laughs> the Yankees tonight. Someone hit a pop-up straight into the air. Bases loaded for the Yankees in the first inning already. There's two outs. So pop up straight in the air. So everybody just walks on home. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it dropped in between the catcher, the first baseman, and the pitcher, and two runs scored because two of the Yankees were walking home and just lightly touched home plate, mm-hmm. and everybody was safe. So, well, Tigers baseball. Detroit is sad, man. Detroit, yeah, Detroit is so sports sad. are so sad. I <laughs> thank God every day that I was not born in Detroit, Michigan. And that is simply because of the fact that you have to be – if I was born in Detroit, Michigan, the, the, the odds are that I'm a Lions fan is likely. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously Badness. not great. Yeah, um, We love Matthew Stafford, but he's not there anymore. And it didn't – and now that he's gone, nothing ever came of it. Yeah. And you went 0-16 with him <laughs> and Megatron. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poverty. Um, and the Tigers – Made a World Series imploded. <laughs> Made a what was that 2014? Something like that, yeah. It was last Something year along those lines. There, yeah. And they had plenty of talent. And Nothing. you still got what's his name? God, what's his name? Uh First me, Cabrera. Yeah, yeah, Miguel Cabrera. Um, still got Miguel Cabrera. You're riding that out, but you imploded. And then the Pistons. Oh God, <laughs> how terrible are the Pistons? Uh, they haven't been good since they won it all in 2004 with Chauncey Billups and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And then the malice at the palace happened and Ron Artest has cursed you. And <laughs> Detroit is a sad place. Yeah, And then the Red Wings in hockey, which we don't talk much about, have been horrible since they won. The yes, the, the, like, this is true. This is true. Used yeah. to be dominant with Iserman and all them boys. And then, nope. Yeah, ain't got nothing. And then if you're a college fan, I would assume you probably pull for Michigan. And this year, you know, was a little playoff, bit better, got smacked but by not the playoff. <laughs> yeah, made the playoff, got smacked by Georgia. NCAA tournament, made Sweet 16, lost to Villanova. Mm. God. <laughs> and if you're a Michigan gross, State man. fan, too, that's also poverty right now in football for you. So <laughs> That's got to be bad. Oh, this is, this is a great topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. The saddest places in – in the United States, and Detroit obviously is one of them. Cleveland, <laughs> it's Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland's always sad. LeBron except, got you a title though. So for twenty sixteen, twenty sixteen, the Indians made the World Series, yeah. lost to the Cubs. Granted, but and and LeBron brought a title, so twenty sixteen was fine. It was except the. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you for all these kids, Kevin. You for all these goddamn kids. <laughs> I always think of that man. Video. What a freaking <laughs> video! Um, Cleveland is sad. Uh, yeah, the Browns, I, which is just the Browns. Like. Twenty. Well, you know what? Now I'm kind of intrigued. 2016 Browns. How bad was it that year? Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got. Was that? No, that's not the year. I don't know. I think that was the next year. Wait, why can I not look at this? Right, here we go. Uh, they went one in fifteen. Okay, so, well, hey, okay, they beat this, the Chargers. <laughs> this sentence is the funny thing: the Browns failed to improve on their three and thirteen record from the previous season, finishing one and fifteen, their worst record <laughs> in franchise history at the time. Now, what happened <laughs> next year? <laughs> oh man! Yeah, they went up in six. <laughs> oh. oh man! This. All right, yeah. So, okay, Cleveland, sad. <laughs> um Detroit, very sad. And you know, those are both really close to each other. Yeah. 
I mean, they're, they, they are, but I mean, they Cincinnati aren't. Cincinnati is also right there next to them, too. So it's just a triangle of sadness. Yeah, I mean, so with Cincinnati, you have the Reds, who obviously haven't done anything. The, maybe the Bengals this year broke through and got Yeah, the, the Bengals broke through for sure. But before sure. that, it was awful. Thank God they don't have a basketball team. I can only imagine how bad they'd be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty sad. I Look, I would say Seattle. Seattle's very sad. Yeah, especially now with the Seahawks starting to lose. You lost your basketball team. Yeah. You guys got hockey, but they're expansion teams. So they suck. Yes, uh, they're they're not a, a one-off like the Golden Knights. Yeah. Um, the, the baseball team, I feel like, has some promise now, but, I mean, obviously have not made the playoffs in 21 years. Yeah. Uh, and your football team is now – you, your football team chose your 70-something-year-old coach over Russell oh, Wilson. And, yeah. yeah. And if you look at college, the Washington Huskies ain't doing nothing for you right now. Correct, so. <laughs> yeah. Washington lost yeah. to, what was it, uh, Montana this year? Yeah. I would say Atlanta, but again, Braves won the World Series. Georgia won the National Championship. Atlanta, Atlanta's on the Atlanta's on yeah. the turnaround. It's just the Falcons sure. right now. You just have to deal with the Falcons. And if you're a Correct. Georgia fan, hey, if you're a Georgia fan, hey, 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 the Falcons have their savior. <laughs> Marcus Mariota is the quarterback in Atlanta. <laughs> Man. And they are led by former Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith, and they just signed Anthony Ferk, sir. From the Titans, uh, it, it, it's the Titans of I-85. It, it's the Titans of I-85. It's Titans Atlanta. slightly south. <laughs> yeah, Titans slightly south and without any of the players that were really, really, really great. Yeah. So, yeah. With the one um, good quarterback that we had and FIL. Sure. Okay. <laughs> the one guy that transcended half of the fan base into blind love and affection because yeah. we thought he was the answer, which I still respect the hell out of Marcus Mariota. Um, he was just injured. But you know what? I, ho- I hope they do great. I, ho- I hope they're I hope they're really good. Atlanta, you know, Hawks, whatever. Atlanta United won a title not long ago. The right. Georgia, uh, Georgia Tech's kind of iffy yeah. um, in a lot of things. But Braves won yeah. a title. So, I mean. Yeah, Braves won. So, Atlanta's cool. Uh, Buffalo's got to be up there. Because the Sabers have been garbage and the Bills were so bad, but the Bills have turned it around. So the the Bills have definitely turned it around. I don't think it's as sad anymore. The Sabers, I know, obviously, I'm sure there's a ton of really big hockey fans up there yeah. that are. You got teased with the Blue Jays playing there for a year. You kind of got teased. Yeah. Of, hey, you my major league team. Oh no, they're going back to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Charlotte. That uh, yeah, Panthers have sucked. Hornets suck. Too yeah. early to tell about soccer. Charlotte's. More not necessarily sad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. That is Charlotte. Yes, that is Charlotte. In a oh my god, you're so right about that. And they don't. They're like, hey, we want a major league team. We'll study them. You'll get a minor league team. But we want yeah. we'll a minor league team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Charlotte, I'm very. Charlotte, Charlotte's getting a stern talking to from your father. Uh, is is it at least for the Braves? No, it's for the White Sox. You'll never no. see these guys. <laughs> Again. Yeah, correct. <laughs> They're in a completely different league across the entire country. You'll never see them again. Bye bye. Right. Chicago might be sad because the Cubs have slid off, but the White Sox are fine. So yeah, the the, the White Sox have definitely turned it around. Yeah, they were the sad for a lot of years. Year. And then um, it's just the Bears and the Cubs, really. So if you're from, I guess it just depends what side. Of yeah. Oh man, the Bears. Oh. And the Blackhawks suck too. Oh, and the Blackhawks have a lot more than just sucking going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot going on in Blackhawks well, country. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's not really great either. I would – oh, I'm trying to think. Dallas area maybe? <sighs> but, I mean, the Cowboy fans will come out the woodwork every year after they start off one garbage thing. We're back, baby. Yeah. It's our year. And then after that, it's like, yeah, the Stars and eh, the Mavs. Okay. Hey, didn't the Stars win a Stanley Cup? I think they did. Years I think ago? it was in COVID, maybe. I might have been the bubble. They won it. Yeah, I, I think they it. did. Yeah, they won at some point. Stars, Mavs yeah. are Mavs are always decent. They just can't, you know, yeah, figure yeah. it out. In college, you have Texas, so that's just been yeah. one big. By the way, we got to talk about this. FPI is the dumbest thing ever. They have Texas ranked number six in the country right now. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Please like, stop. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. They went five and seven and lost to Kansas. I'm sick of this crap. They do it with them, and they do it with they do it with Miami. They do it with these teams that it's not gonna happen. Now, now I'll say this: Miami with Van Dyke, I think will be better. I like that, and I like Cristobal being down there. Yeah, but they will be better. I don't think they're winning the ACC because I think Clemson's going to be rebound probably this year. Wake Forest still going to be good. Pitt's got seventeen yeah. stars returning. They're just those are two the uh, the two schools. In the NCAA, these sole two that, for whatever reason, everybody just wants to see them back to their glory days. Obviously, Testor's famous call. Texas is back, folks. No, they're not. Uh, Miami, you know, obviously Miami ran college football for the better part of, you know, uh, a decade and a half between the late 80s, early 90s, and the early 2000s. Um, with what I think is the most, the greatest college football team of all time, the 2001 Miami, Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. But oh, yeah. ever since then, it's been a dumpster fire. It sucks. Yeah. It's been so bad. Yeah. Um, this is their full FPI. I got pulled up here. Uh, they have your top four makes sense. Alabama mm-hmm. one, Ohio State two, Georgia three, Clemson four. Makes sense. Yep. Notre Dame five, I feel like it's kind of high. But I don't know who Notre Dame has come back, in all honesty. I don't remember either. Because Jack Cohen, I think, is gone, maybe. And I think – I know that that safety they have is gone. Yeah. Texas six, no. They projected to go nine and three, no. Um, Michigan at seven, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see if they can sustain it. Oklahoma eight, I'll be interested with uh, – again, they lost Rattler, but they do have – um. Oh, Space, Caleb, whatever, but no, but no Lincoln Riley. But they do have a great front Venables his first year. Mm-hmm. Interesting, they shift from offense to defense. Uh, they have Pitt at number nine, mm-hmm. which Pitt does have 17 stars returning, but I don't know what that quarterback situation looks like. You kind of saw it in the Chick fil A bowl, and it was yeah. okay, but not great. Um, Auburn at 10, no, it's Auburn football, but without Bo Nix, I guess they're going to be more predictable, but they also could be the dumbest football team again because right. <laughs> this is the weirdest football team. Behind them is LSU. No. <laughs> they, they're going to be weird because everybody left. Mm-hmm. Then, then Penn State, fine. Oklahoma State. Texas A&M, listen. They pay Jimbo millions of dollars to go 7-5 and five each year and get predicted to go 7-5 <laughs> and five this year. Right. It's going to happen. They're going to beat somebody they shouldn't. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, let's get hyped, let's go. And then they're going to lose to Arkansas by 20. Yes. We do this every year. It's a Jimbo Fisher team. He does nothing fun. <laughs> Watch <laughs> a Texas A&M game. You will not see anything fun. No. That man has no idea how to have fun unless he has Jameis Winston as quarterback. Unless they play South Carolina. <laughs> That's true. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, 
Utah, Michigan State, Ole Miss, which, all right, no Matt Corral, but you still have – is Plum, John Rice Plumley still there? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he's still there. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, look, sorry. While I'm thinking about this, my number one goal for South Carolina football this year is can we please beat Texas A&M? Please. <laughs> I don't want to beat anybody else. I don't care about beating Clemson. I don't care about beating Georgia, Florida. What I, I want to beat freaking A&M finally for the first freaking time. Please. Yeah. Um, they predicted to go six and six again, which I don't think they can win more of these games. They do have that. We talked about this a little bit. They have that tough start with Arkansas and Georgia back to back. Who is this, Carolina? Yeah, South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you get Charlotte and South Carolina State back, but you can be three and two easily to start off. And then yeah, you got to go to Kentucky and host A&M. Those will be tough back to back. But then Missouri, Vanderbilt, and Florida. Florida sucks. So. Yeah. Well, somebody on Twitter, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like, it might, I think it was like some kind of Carolina page, you know, like it seems like every – College has you know yeah. five or seven different yeah. little knockoff pages from different sites or whatever, but yeah, one of those. And they had South Carolina projected to go nine and three with three conference losses, which I, you and I are both not idiots. We know exactly what that means. We know that that means they predicted Carolina to beat Clemson, which I just is another one of those things to me, like saying Texas is number six in the nation. <laughs> it's just not it. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to happen, and it's not going to. I will not start thinking. In my head, oh my God, yeah, I think we could beat Clemson until we beat them. Like I'm just not, I'm not gonna do it. And I, I really do think Carolina has a chance, like, to go eight and four. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But I think I, I think eight and four would be another massive success. Yeah. And you have to compete. Look, you have to compete with Clemson. Yeah. Like you, you can't get shot thirty to nothing in a year. Yeah, like, you can't. I thought you would compete with Clemson, and you get shot thirty to nothing. Yeah. So. You can't. You can't get beat. 30 to you can't get beat by 30 to Clemson and go eight and four and feel good about it again. Like that can't yeah. happen again. Like yeah. you have to, sure, you can lose to them. I mean, you, but you got to go out there and you got to lose 28 24. Yeah. yeah. You got to make it competitive. You got to make it a game. It hasn't been a game in a while. Um, right. Clemson's got the weirdest schedule ever because they open on Labor Day at Georgia mm-hmm. Tech, but it's in the Falcon Stadium for some reason. Um, and then they play five nice. days later against Furman. Okay. Uh-huh. And they play Louisiana Tech, and then they go to Wake Forest. What is happening here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very weird schedule. Like, I also have to go to Notre Dame in this this year. And yeah. like, there's a lot of dumb happening right now <laughs> in the schedule. Yeah. So, um, but the last the last two home games were Miami and South Carolina, which could both be very good home games to end out the season. Well, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, weird weird scheduling. I'm somebody. I need to look it up. Somebody, I think, has a schedule of death again, which made me laugh. And I, I feel like Arkansas every year has this schedule of death where they just, like, stop scheduling these good teams out of conference mm-hmm. or stop scheduling, like, the uh, mid-major teams that come out are good FCS teams that will come up and beat you because right. you never do that. Like, yeah. that year Minnesota almost went to the Big Ten Championship. People forget they had South Dakota State, Georgia Southern, and, oh, God, who was it? They had somebody else from a um, uh, like G5 team that was good, mm-hmm. and they almost lost all three of those games. Yeah. Like, why would you do this to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, week zero is a mess. Because week zero also, remember, features Northwestern, Nebraska, and Dublin, Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also features two FCS versus ACC matchups in Duquesne and Florida State and Florida A&M and North Carolina. 
Mm -hmm. And then you get UConn football, which is just the cherry on top Mm. (laughs) against the going to Utah state. Yeah, that's well. And then Vanderbilt gets the play and they're going to Hawaii. So at least when you get beat by 20, at least you're in paradise. Right. Because it's still August. Mm. Oh, God. UConn football there. Oh, God. <laughs> They're mm. scheduled. They have back to back weeks where they have to go to Michigan and go to NC State. Yikes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, thanks. Oh, man. UMass comes to them this year. Rivalry. Mm. November 5th. Okay. Jeez. UConn does play Liberty. I need, I need the Huskies to beat Liberty. Yeah. I need that to happen. It will not, but I need it. <laughs> what if what what if though? This is the year. UConn turns it around. Maybe. They got Jim Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They turn it around. Yeah. They go um, home and they beat Michigan in the big house. <laughs> uh I have a couple more teams that I want to add, or a couple more cities to add to the sad, the sad city list. Okay. Um, that I I've been looking at Google Maps and yeah. I figured I figured out another three. Um, Miami. Let's just throw that out there. Your yeah. college, your your college team just disappoints over and over and over again. Um, you had that whole situation obviously last year with Manny Diaz and Cristobal, which is still kind of shady to me. But yeah. uh, your your football team. I mean, what? You, went, <laughs> you started one and seven and yeah, then almost made the playoffs. Almost made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So figure it out. And uh, th- that's the worst pain. I would rather look, I'd rather go 0 and 16 than be consistently mediocre. Yeah. And miss absolutely. the playoffs, hey, which, which is kind of how Tennessee has been before these last couple of years because they was, you know, the, the stigma with, of nine and seven. Yeah, sometimes that gets you in, sometimes that doesn't. So at least Tennessee made the playoffs a couple times. But I'd rather be terrible, terrible, terrible than just, you know, consistently mediocre. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, if you're mediocre, you don't know what the problem is. If yeah. you're bad, you can at least tell, okay, well, we know at least somewhat of the problem is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously the Heat are good, and the Heat have been recently good due yeah. to, you know, LeBron taking his talents to the beach or whatever. But um, – and then the Marlins, who lucked their way into a 97 and 2003 World Series and haven't done a single thing. Yeah. The one time they made the playoffs was the year we had 50 games. So, <laughs> and have never, never won the NL East. Yeah. But they have two World yeah. Series titles. Yeah. They had never lost the playoff series until the year the That's league. true. Like, that is true. Insane. That is true. But, um, okay. So, Miami. Um, the other one, uh, this this town doesn't have but one pro team, but Sacramento. I mean, nobody <laughs> likes that team. Nobody likes the Kings. They want to leave, too. That's the thing. They've tried to leave like four times. So. Sacramento hates the Kings, and that's their team. Um, and then my last one, and probably my favorite one, and is New York. New York. Oh, yeah. The Knicks. The Giants. <laughs> now, obviously, those are in technically in New Jersey. Yeah. Giants. The yeah. Jets. The the Mets, yeah. <laughs> the the Yankees having all the talent in the world and haven't won a World Series in what 12, 13 years? Something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, New York sucks. New York is sad, and you know yeah. what they 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 won't admit that they're sad, but yeah. they're sad. They are sad. They really are. <laughs> and they just drown themselves in big fat pizza slices that I'd love to get my hands on. Uh, and yeah, no, New York is sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Another city I'll say, Minneapolis, Minnesota. 
Yep, fair. You get the Vikings who are up there, and they yeah. all haven't done the great. The T Wolves have just now turned around. The Twins are garbage. Yeah. And then the uh, Wild are okay. The Wild are okay. They make the playoffs. The Wild are, the Wild are in the playoffs this year, and they they've been consistently pretty good as far as making the playoffs, but they have nothing to show for it, obviously. And then Minnesota Gophers. I made hockey championship this year and got smoked but you know <laughs> yeah i mean uh, you know minnesota and i like pj fleck but yeah i really think they thought that hire was going to go a lot better yeah and you know they had that one good year where they almost made the big 10 championship like all right perfect and after that's like eh, well grant COVID again i can get right. that but still it's like come on yeah right gotta hit on that one so yeah, that, yeah. i'll say that's another one looking through the teams here <laughs> what about omaha Nebraska. Wait, not, not Nebraska. Lincoln. Sorry. Yeah, this entire state of Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. If they get the College World Series every year, are your teams in it? No, but you know mm. what? <laughs> mm. Um, see, Boston's too good. Montreal might be up there because the Canadians feel like at this point and the baseball team left. So. I thought about that. How about we just group Montreal and Ottawa together? Yeah. Because yeah. it's just the Senators and the Canadians and yeah. – eh. I, oh, say, I guess your Canadian football team, the Montreal Alouettes and the Ottawa, what, Red Blacks? Yeah. I don't even I would know say, if they're any good I would not, say but. Pittsburgh, but I feel like the Penguins are too good every I year. I thought about that, too, and they, but they, they've recently won two Stanley Cups. Yeah, and, and the Steelers still made the playoffs consistently. And haven't had a losing season in years. Yeah, so. it was just the Pirates dragging you down is what yeah. it is. And then Pitt football, you have to watch that every week. So It's true. <laughs> well, we did get the fake slot. Yes, yes, we did. And they got immediately got my face on. Oakland's sad because everybody's left. This is, yeah, yes. Okay. Except, and the A's want to leave. So, yeah, Oakland is, Oakland's real sad. And then, because right across the water, San Francisco's just like, we're doing great. Yeah. Oh, man, we got the Niners. We got the Warriors. We got the Giants. We're doing great. Y'all got the A's and that's, no, that's yeah. <laughs> and the A's playing a football stadium they don't want. So, correct. <laughs> Yeah, so I, Oakland is sad, even though they only have one team there, but it's because of history. Yeah. Orlando, maybe? I don't know. They just have the Magic, but they have UCF, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might be. Yeah. Denver's okay, because that kind of bounces out. L.A. just won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that might be good. Yeah. Uh, look, but S- Sacramento, sad. <laughs> look, look my, my top, my top three. My top three, Detroit is number one. Mm-hmm. Detroit is just tears. <laughs> sadness. Constant sadness. There's imagine, layers of this. Look, ima- imagine if you grew up a short little ways outside of Detroit in Flint, Michigan. Oh, my God. And you haven't had clean drinking water, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. In years. And you're also a Detroit sports fan. Oh, my God. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm getting out of here. Oh, out of this state. <laughs> no, not not good. Uh, yeah. Top three: Detroit, New York, Sacramento, <laughs> Seattle. Close, close. I don't know that, close. Cle- that Cleveland one is still like, man. Yeah, Cleveland. LeBron got on that one tile, but since then, is he got that tile bounced? And I was like, eh. you know, one we hadn't talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC. Capitals just won the, won the Stanley Cup a few years ago, though. So it's true. Before, before, before that, the, before the Capitals won, before yeah. the Nationals won, lucked into a championship. Yeah, yeah. Sad. Yeah, because yeah, the Redskins did nothing. 
you had and the skins who the skins and the owner sucks, and you had promise with RG three, and you watched it all die on the field, mm-hmm. and you had the Nationals who were just puddling around. You had the Capitals who had plenty who had Ovi for yeah, years and years, and you're just like, when is this going to pay off? Yeah, and finally it did. So good for them, but yeah. Baltimore also just because of the Orioles. I know the Ravens have been good and have <laughs> won two Super Bowls uh, since nineteen what. Since, since 2000, yeah, they've won two Super Bowls. Um, so yeah, uh, but what about Indianapolis? Pacers haven't got close and didn't win it. Colts haven't won a title in forever. Peyton Manning left and won a title. I mean, Indy's up there. I mean, I'd say it's it, it it's, it's fairly sad, but you know what? I think they're okay. Yeah, they got the Indy 500 every year. They're fine. Yeah, I think they're <laughs> okay. They got Purdue and stuff like that. So I mean. I think the Colts redeem a lot of that, and I know obviously the Colts have been playing quarterback roulette for the last couple of years. Yeah, um, but it's been good though. You know, they, they yeah, they they've still been okay, and they have a lot to be um, be hyped about with Jonathan Taylor and all them. But you know, yeah. it, it, the obviously for the Pacers, yeah, sad. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well, let's assess Nashville. Um, yeah, Predators did make a run. Predators yeah. made a run and then kind of fell off, and are still kind of doing whatever. Yeah, uh, the Titans. Late still out on Titans. Yeah. Or, yeah. Titans obviously let down this past year, but they've been good. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think Nashville's sad. I think Nashville's cool. Yeah, Nashville's fun. So yeah, Pro- probably yeah. You're probably right. I don't know. Cleveland up there for me. Detroit's number one. I got to put Cleveland second, but yeah, God, you can pick. I'm gonna put Oakland third because everybody just left them. <laughs> oh, still hold there. On. To leave. Hold on. What about Houston? Astros have just been good. I know they cheated. They but cheated. the Strohs, they cheated. But they still look, made it after that. Look, look I, I know. I know. I know. I know. Like, I know. But that whole saga, and <laughs> if you're an Astros fan, you 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 can't tell can't me anyway, it's yeah. it's not hell walking down in or walking in another town. Somebody's going to say something to you. Yeah. And, of course, like the Texans suck. Rockets suck. Crash. Yeah. Failed experiments. Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Alt, Harden failed. Didn't yeah. produce anything. Texans trash. They had their franchise quarterback and Deshaun Watson pissed him off enough to where he wouldn't even play for him. And then obviously now that situation has blown way out of the water yeah. and he's not even there anymore. So yeah, yeah. Houston sad. Yeah, Houston's up there for sure. Houston's got to be up there for sure. That's... But did did the Gamblers win their USFL debut? I think they did. Yeah. Or did yeah. they not? I think they did, yeah, because they were playing Jeff Fisher. <laughs> I <think>. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I tried. I tried to watch it. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I just look, it, it's the same thing for me. Like it's sad. <laughs> I look as much as you know, when football season's here and as soon as it ends, I'm just like, God bless. All I want is more football. But if you're not gonna do it at the NFL or at the college football level, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. I, I I will suffer through the summer and it makes it all that all that much more sweeter when it's 107 degrees outside in August, and we're like, yeah, let's kick off football game. <laughs> and yeah, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely for sure. That's right. Um, yeah, so that's probably gonna wrap us up here <laughs> yeah. with that. Glad that we got if you're if you're listening and you live in one of these sad cities, we apologize. Um, but maybe you should move. I'm just saying Please send me an email. Send me an email as to why your city's not really that sad. <laughs> oh man, oh, Portland. Wow. 
Portland sad. Yeah, Portland's had all the stuff in the world a chance to do it, and they have done nothing. That you're Portland right. About sad. That. It's only it's only basketball, but uh, yeah, sad. <laughs> all right, so Waffle, we'll move on to plays of the week, and Waffle, what's a play you got right here? What do you think? What play stood out to you this week? Oh, Richard, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't even know <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm gonna be honest i with you. I forgot really about have, this i didn't have one really that much either so you yeah, know, i was hoping you'd get one so i could find one <laughs> well you know what you know we're both just gonna take a second and we're gonna look real quick yeah i'm on twitter right now I feel yep like I that's tagged. exactly I where like I, I, tagged, I did tag something went yeah yeah, no, I did not tag. That was a funny meme of mine. <laughs> I, that, you know, uh, instead of play of the week, we're doing meme of the week. <laughs> I found, I did find the Benedict McFerrin dunk again from Arizona. I'm very hyped about that. Mm. But that was also um, March 20th, almost a month ago, which is wild to think about. Um, <laughs> what did I send you on Instagram too? This is live production y'all are hearing, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I sent you something on Instagram. Who are so who tagged me in anything? I mean, we could just go with the perfect stat line of Jay Crowder. In all honesty, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm all, I'm all about it. Yeah, let's just go with that. The perfect Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder is Jay Crowder wins it. Just give all the awards to Jay Crowder. Just <laughs> yeah, get up for him. Hopefully, by the time we recorded this, Tony Snell has done something even better. Stingest award for Jay Crowder. Shout out to Jay Crowder. Um, yeah, Waffa, uh, you got anything going on this week? You want to mention the lovely people? Man, I really don't, man. I'm just working, dog, working my life away. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> I understand. You know how it I feel that. Um, yeah. You know what? I actually I do have that play. That that home run I sent from Laura Ryan, but the guy hit all the celebration taunts at Yes, <laughs> I remember. First I do remember all, you telling me about that. Edwin Martinez, Ramirez. Edwin Ramirez, I think. I, this is where my brain's at right now. I'm so tired. Um, pimps this home run, backflip, does a dance at crossing third base, throws his helmet, does a jump and a boom entering the dugout. My man pressed all the celebration taunts at once, and you know what? LR wound to win the game. So good for them. They're ranked number 20 in the country and just knocked off uh, North Greenville the other night, who's number three, I think. So. Oh. Looking, the Bears looking pretty good right now toward the end of the D2 baseball season. So. Oh, yeah. Big time. So, yeah, that will do it. Uh, this may be our last one for a while because uh, next week uh, <laughs> I get to work a Sapling Conference baseball tournament. So, oh, man. That's living my be. life at Smokey Stadium for four Oof. days. <laughs> uh, so, check out the Eagle Sports Network if you can during that week but other than that uh thank y'all for listening we'll be back at some point maybe in the future uh depending maybe. on how life goes but thank y'all for tuning in and listening to us yeah.